Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? It is that sound again, the unfiltered band, which means, yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way. This one live and impromptu as I sit here and do this at 1.40 a.m. Eastern time. With initial reaction to the terrible news for Major League Baseball, the Angels, for their fans, for the sport, and of course for Shohei Otani himself. Tear in the UCL, no decision on surgery as of yet, second opinion to come. But he will not pitch again this season. Who knows how much or if at all he'll pitch into next season and what it means for his free agency. And thank you unfiltered band you can get on the unfiltered revolution 24 7 365 across the board it's easy get on twitter or x if you will get up into the bio at casey stern jump on in and head over to the youtube channel get all of the 205 now into 206 episodes you can get all the conversations all the rants, all the interviews, and much, much more along the way. And we, of course, are presented by our good friends at Bet Online. Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting needs, latest odds, lines, and matchup reports, baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to get all your wagers, live betting, favorite casino and card games. They're all right there to play right from your home. Head over to the website, get your mobile device, sign up today, get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. Get your 50% welcome on your first deposit. Again, 50% welcome bonus using the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. It's been online where the game starts. Uh, Maybe hard for me to read or speak, uh, not just because of the Otani news, not that it's not horrific, which it is, and we'll get into it, but because it's 1.42 in the morning. So bear with me as I do this here live. I have one of those moments where I... Fell asleep on the couch with the dog and woke up to the alerts. And I'll give you that initial reaction first. I don't want this to be about, and this is tough for me because when you're in this, and I've been covering this 20 years, when you're doing sports and covering sports as a broadcaster, a journalist, and you're opining about anything, and you're as right as I was and have been for you go back to, I don't know how many episodes, for months, literally, to a T, about what a disaster this would be for the Angels organization if they didn't move Otani. Arguably, if not the worst decision that's ever been made at the Major League Baseball trade deadline. And I said that in a podcast that I just looked back was done on the 10th of July. It is hard for that feeling to not come for the forefront. It's there, believe me, being fair. We'll get into that and the Angels. But if you're a baseball fan or you cover the sport or you watch sports in any way because he has certainly crossed over and transitioned into being a guy who's not just a baseball player, which, by the way, is a thing because baseball players are not sitting there being blasted on places like SportsCenter very often. But this treasure, this unicorn, this best in the sport, this arguably the greatest of all time in terms of when you talk about goats, we all talk about, you know, resumes and all that sort of stuff. And clearly that falls therein in the conversation. But let's be fair. There ain't nobody who has done what this guy is doing. And I want to hear about Babe Ruth 
No offense to the babe, but you're not doing it in this era and in the way Otani has done it. What this guy has put together, <clears throat> his statistics, the ability that he's had as a pitcher and a hitter, the ability to just do that physically has been something that we all have marveled about, and none of us have understood how that could be possible for reasons like tonight. For reasons like tonight, where we are reminded that even pitchers who don't hit, even pitchers who don't sit there and take four ABs after a bullpen session, pitchers who don't pitch one side of a double header where they go hit a home run and then go hit two in a nightcap and some of the crazy crap that he's done all year, the pitchers who don't have to do any of that have issues with elbows and shoulders and real-life things because your body and your arm is not supposed to move and have the torque that a pitcher carries at that speed, at that max effort, time after time after time after time again. That is what has made what Otani has put together so special and so remarkable and so amazing. That he's not only been able to pitch that way and that well and that effectively, but he's doing it while he's hitting 44 or whatever it is home runs. That he's doing it while being an elite hitter and doing both at the same time. And this is what, <clears throat> forgive me, it's 1.45 in the morning. There's going to be more water drinks than normal. But this is this is live and real. When you are sitting there and you're looking at Otani's free agency, when you're looking at this contract situation previous to what has gone on tonight, and we're going to talk about post. And again, we don't know yet, and let's be fair, because it could come out by the time when you do things like this that are live and in doing radio for 15 years. When you do this, there could certainly eight hours from now be more news, and we might find out that he's not having surgery. And I hope that's the case. I hope somehow <clears throat> that is the case. But does anybody that is sitting there reading this news or watching this, when they hear tear in the UCL, think we're going to wake up tomorrow. Oh, we got the second opinion. And the doctor said he's just fine. Most likely we're dealing with, and he had it in 2018, another Tommy John. Most likely we're dealing with time that he's not pitching deep into next year, <clears throat> into a year where he's sitting there now just a few weeks from becoming the most valuable free agent this sport has ever seen, and it's not even close. Do you remember what it was like living through Arson Judge? Do you have any idea what it's going to be like for this sport living through the free agency of Shohei Otani? And that is, look, there are so many layers of this. But for Major League Baseball... He is a godsend. He is a way that they can resonate in a sport that doesn't resonate. There was a, a poll, ESPN does it every year, and I've mentioned this all the time, but they do this poll where they have, I don't even know how many millions of people across the world, and they tell the most popular athletes, the 100 most popular athletes every year. And I remember being on the air a few years ago, and Derek Jeter was number 13. He was the only baseball player in the top 100. He had retired already. He wasn't even playing the past couple of years. But there are people, plenty of people, oh, they know who Derek Jeter is. Everyone in the world knows who Shohei Otani is. And by the way, 
That's a big deal because Mike Trout had a lower third on him that was telling you who the hell he is when he was the best player in the game sitting there watching the Eagles in an NFC championship game on television. We had to explain who he was. Everyone knows who Shohei Otani is. Everybody. So imagine what that does for Major League Baseball to have him be a free agent, to have him in an offseason where the hot stove is so prevalent anyway, and what all of this means every day this guy is playing, but certainly heading into free agency. And oh, by the way, compounding those matters all to the positive for Major League Baseball, the fact that he's going to be there and be available for teams like who? We're not going to Milwaukee for the Dodgers, the Yankees, the San Francisco Giants, Seattle. I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and every name every team, but clearly. And pardon me, you get the idea. Point being that if you're sitting there and you're looking at the situation and you're the league, in so many ways, in so many different layers, this is disastrous. What does it mean for Shohei Otani? Well, we had already discussed, and everybody who's covering this sport has been discussing, that this would be a contract like nothing we've ever seen before. because. Even without the situation that you have now, which certainly makes it way more complicated, you already have a, a scenario where how many years am I going to give a guy, right? And how do I structure a contract when I don't know how much longer it's physically? This, these are things we were saying. I mean, this is like two, three weeks ago. These are things all of us were saying before the deadline when he wasn't traded, which I'll get to. We were all saying that this contract is going to be different from anything we've ever seen because if you're being honest with yourself, you can't give this guy eight, nine years at five, $600 million as a pitcher and a hitter when we know as much of a unicorn as Otani is, as amazing as he is, there was no way that he was going to sit there and be pitching and hitting six, seven years from now. It's just not humanly possible. Even in the world of Otani, that was not humanly possible. So you had to structure a contract in which here's what it's going to look like on the years that he's hitting and pitching, and here's what it's going to look like if he's just hitting. Here's very incentivized on how many starts he's getting and how many ABs he's getting. Here's five, six, seven, eight, and if there's a nine and ten or however long it is, right? That's how this deal already was going to have to be structured because there's no way to compute in anyone's brain that it's possible six, seven years from now that his body was going to hold up for that damn long doing both of these things. None of us could have believed that was possible. But we also did not take into account that he would go into free agency without it being possible. Now, I'm not saying he's not going to pitch again. Here's a guy who, by the way, if you didn't see, and I can't remember who had it, I don't know if it was Alden or somebody who covers the team, and I, I can't remember. I'd have to go look back. But if you go look on Twitter, maybe the craziest thing I saw about this since it happened was that he got the MRI after the first game of the doubleheader and then asked to go hit in game two. This dude is just different. Think about that. He just found out he might have to have Tommy John. He's got to get a second opinion. 
he could lose a hundred to two hundred million dollars, and he's ready to go hit in game two. He just wants to play baseball. That dude is different in every way you can be different. But now he can't pitch, not for the rest of the year. And most likely, most likely, again, who knows, deep into next year if he's getting surgery. So now what the hell is going to happen? And I don't have an answer for you. We're going to get into it and what possibly could happen. But I, this is as unknown as unknown can be. The first question is, does it open up the landscape? As the money comes down for the Otani deal and we get to the point where we say, okay, maybe it's going to be 400-something million with incentives being well over five, which, by the way, think of the dollars we're talking about, but th there's still a big difference. It's like, it's like when people say, you know, when guys like Albert Pools, <clears throat> they would, you know, well, how could he not go to St. Louis when he could have made $200 million and he went to the Angels and made 250 What's $50 million when you're making 200? It's still 50 freaking million dollars is what it is. So there gonna be a lot of it. Well, you know, I, geez, I mean, so he'll, he'll only make 425 million instead of 600. That's $150 million. I'm not saying those will be the numbers, but that's a big deal. Not only to the player who's losing that money, people, that is a big difference for the teams and which teams possibly can put together a contract to get that player. You don't think everybody wants to be in on Otani? Now, I'm not saying it's going to get you to that level, but is it possible that this could open other teams up? It is possible. There are no guarantees when you come off of Tommy John, a second one, that this is going to take, that this is going to be good enough for him to pitch for another four years. He may be fine, and heaven forbid, and I don't want this, clearly, for the sport or for anybody or for him, but he may go down another year after that. That's what I'm saying in the room. If I'm negotiating as a team, trying to get you to take that number down in your Otani's agent. Well, he had Tommy John 2018. Now he could have it again in 2023. Well, how the hell do I know he's not going to have it in 2026? I'm not paying you $500 million. Do you have any idea... And, and this is where it's hard to, and I want to go back. I came into this, and I opened this saying here at now, what, 2 in the morning. There's somebody going to turn this on and be like, it doesn't normally sound like it's 2 in the morning. Bear with me. I was not an overnight guy. When you go back to the layers of this, and I said this when I opened this a few minutes ago. Yeah, I want to jump out. We'll get into the angels and tell you I told you so. Something I said on the 10th of July would be the worst on a podcast here, live right where you're watching me, that this would be the worst decision ever made in an MLB trade deadline. And oh, by the way, you could stamp the hell out of that. It is. We never seen anything worse than what the Angels did. And by the way, it's part of the course with 99% of what they've done for the last decade and a half. But the layers of this, what this does to the league, what it does to the team, what it does to the amount of teams in the free agency, and then what it does to Otani and the amount of money he is going to lose. We don't know if he's going to have surgery. Guess what? Even if he doesn't, there's money now he's going to lose. If he has the surgery, there's a much larger amount of money he is going to lose. 
Nothing has been lose about Otani at all during this whole damn process, during this entirety of the MVP run and this year and everything he's done until this moment right now. Because he has lost who knows how many millions based on surgery, what it means, what we find out, what are the teams, all these these things that are still to develop and to come. He has lost millions and millions and millions of dollars tonight. And all he wanted to do was go hit in game two. I want him, as they said in My Cousin Vinny. Are you kidding me? Or whoever this, this cool thing, he is him. There is no him. There only one him. I wanted to hit in game two. After five, you know how many money? This guy made him just lost $150, $200 million. Literally. And by the way, could have to undergo a surgery and who knows what. But now you had Tommy John 2018. You had Tommy John, let's say, again, we'll see. But having done this for a while, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to tell anyone who has been the back of the baseball card tells you we are very unlikely to hear, oh, we're sorry. The MRI said a tear, but we're going to put a Band-Aid on it. He'll be fine. One surgery, two surgeries. If that's what it comes to, how the hell am I locking into you eight to ten years in some ungodly, otherworldly contract of dollars? Can't do it. I can't do it. That's what he lost tonight. That unknown. Because we never understood how his body is holding up or how's he doing this or how much longer. But it was like, it was like, you know, how does Thor have a hammer that does that? I have no idea, but give me some more popcorn. We didn't need to know. But now the curtain is peeled back. Now that fourth one, now you are in it and you are in it not to win it, but to lose it. Because if you sit there and you put all of your dollars in, to show Aotani to pitch and to hit. And that is what makes, look, he is a, a power hitter. He's got a lot of power. He's a guy who's a great offensive player. He's a great pitcher. But what makes him Otani is that he does both. What makes him a unicorn is that he does both. There may be more teams involved, which will help, at a lower price point. But you are now looking at making even a million times more complicated. The most complicated, by far, contract we ever would have seen in the history of Major League Baseball. Now, what's it going to look like? Most likely, what it's going to look like is it's going to look completely incentivized. This may look like a contract that, you know, and this always happens. And I remember when uh, Scott, when Scott Boris did the Max Scherzer deal and, oh, he made over $200 million and it was a $210 million deal, but it was like this and this was deferred and this is how many. This is going to be one of those deals where they may be able to come out and say, Otani's camp, by the time this is done, that it's a $600 million deal, right? But it's not going to be based like that. It's It's going to be hypothetically, right? This is how much he's going to get paid when he's just hitting. And this is how much he's going to get paid when he's doing both. Now, how are you going to do that? Can't be, this isn't a lease of an apartment. You can't do it by month. So how are you going to do that? So you're going to do <clears throat> at-bats in a year, starts in a year, innings that he pitches in a year, 
if he's there at into a postseason, if he's available for a full season, there are going to be so many things written into this deal that a contract that already people, again, going back to it, would have been so unbelievably complicated already, already, because we would have said, okay, he's eight, 10 years in the deal, but he can't pitch that. We would have said, I mean, look, I was already thinking, and well, maybe he pitched five. I mean, think about how crazy that is. Maybe he'll make it another five years hitting and pitching. How the hell did we think he was going to do that? What are they going to do year six, seven, eight? Now, what are they going to do the first year where you are signing Otani? And the reason you sign Otani, look, layered, right? Everything in this layered. What he's going to do on the field, right? Chances at a postseason, win you World Series. He gets into a postseason, all of that. The unbelievable nature of what he does for your bottom line, people coming into the building, people buying your swag, people getting involved, sponsorships, everything else, curating, notoriety, buzz, popularity, everything that that brings to you, and then financially, and then chances, etc. Chances to sign free agent, all these things go together, right? Well, you, your whole idea of doing this is if you're a team signing out, you know, Otani in free agency, your thought, your grand idea, if you're the Dodgers, right? Who are the team I said did we go to? I'm not saying that won't happen now. But if you're the Dodgers, the idea is, okay, we signed him to $500, $600 million before this injury, right? And, and opening day, we unveil him. We unleash the furious, Tom Green said in Road Trip. We are giving you Otani. We're not having a situation where we're telling you, well, Otani will be hitting cleanup today in the lineup, but he will not pitch until August. Now, I don't know what that's going to be, but that's what it could look like. Kind of dampens things. And by the way, when it dampens things, it takes away money. So let's again go back to layers. Where do you sit on this? Terrible for Otani. It's terrible for the league. The amount of money that he's lost the amount that the league will lose from this. And then let's get to the Angels. I feel like it's sufficient 22 minutes in at what now after 2 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast doing this live. I feel like I've done a sufficient job to prove to you, which is accurate, that I understand, and, I, and I'm a, a fan first and foremost of this game for my whole life what this means for the sport. I understand what this means for Otani personally. And those things are paramount to me and to you. But not if you're an Angels fan. You could not screw up a trade deadline. You could not screw up having an asset of this magnitude, and that's what it is when you're talking about I mean, how many times you hear GMs and owners talk about their investment. This is a this is a business. You could not screw up having an asset the magnitude of Otani. You could not screw up having a franchise the magnitude of the Angels more than Artie Moreno has screwed this up and fumbled a bag. There is not a bag big enough. This The bag Artie Moreno has fumbled is the size of Earth. It's a planet, and you can find it somewhere in a telescope. 
That is the size of the bag that this man, the owner of the Angels, who didn't even want to own the team as of like two months ago and changed his mind, has fumbled for this franchise. And oh, by the way, insult to injury, Mike Trout going back on the aisle today too. Have a nice one. This team had lost six out of seven, was five games under 500. Heading into an all-star break that the only conversations they should have been having during that time that all the teams were there were, what do you want? What are you willing to give me? Please hold. What do you want? What are you willing to give me? Please hold. What do you want? What are you willing to give me? Please hold. They should have been on speed dial and rode that thing like Seattle slew during that break to trade this man, not because they don't understand they're going to lose money the rest of the year, and they would have. People aren't going to come in the building, and they'd be mad, and they would have. But you had no Mike Trout. You had injuries all over the place. You were lost six out of seven. You're five under 500. And then you have the audacity because you win four games in five days. Literally, that's what happened. Go back and look at it to then change your mind and say, we're not going to trade him. Let's go for it. Go get Giolito. Go make deals. We're going all in. Trout's going to come back. Oh, hang with him. You could go back, and I'm sure nobody cares, and that's fine. And to be honest, I don't either, but it is something that I must bring up because what do I do for a living? You can go back to the 10th of July and three podcasts since. Begging. I was begging the Angels. Don't be this dumb. Don't be this damn dumb. This Angels franchise is going to feel this decision not moving Shohei Otani for a long, long time. They would have left Trout on an island anyway. <clears throat> he would have been there. You aren't going to trade Otani, even the unicorn he is, and go all of a sudden go win the World Series next year. And no one was saying you were. But to sacrifice the ability to have an asset like that, like that, a unicorn at the deadline, a unicorn as a rental. I get he's a rental. But he helping you pitch, helping you hit. You got teams looking to bring him on because they're trying to sell him on what they do for two, three months just in case they want him in free agency. Got a million, zillion other reasons. You got five, six hundred million other reasons in terms of dollars of his free agency that teams like the Dodgers and others would have said, ah, you know what? If I got a big system, I got to try and take a shot at it. You got teams that could never afford him, could have taken a shot at having Otani in their uniform and selling their products and having their sponsorships and being in a postseason and put him on the mound do I have to explain this to you any bigger how damn dumb the worst decision in the history of Major League Baseball's trade deadline literally legitimately forget arguably that this was by the Angels and that owner Artie Moreno who has been making bad decisions for nearly two decades? Fumbled a bag the size of Earth. That's what they did. So, no, this isn't about that. This isn't a day where you say, ah, oh, well, the Angels are idiots. But maybe that day's tomorrow. Maybe that day's tomorrow. Thank you for joining me. I think today is tomorrow. 2.07 in the a.m. Now I'm never going to sleep. I'll be awake. You want to jump in on the uh, unfiltered revolution, you can get in at all times. Up on the YouTube channel, get in Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. 
uh, jump into the uh, the bio, get on me at Casey Stern, and uh, come chat and get into the uh, DMs and conversations and chat boxes and all of that stuff. 206 now episodes deep of Unfiltered, as always presented by our good friends at Bet Online. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.